The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Coach, the day after the Super Bowl and Marshawn Lynch didn't touch the ball on the one-yard line. What's going on? Warren Sapp getting arrested for prostitution? Oh, my goodness. Come on, man. I thought he had enough problem with sex as it is. That's what got him in a lot of the trouble he's in. Coach, what's going on, man? The new, uh, the new season is about to get started in the NFL, but the old season was so dramatic. Wow. Yep. Well, hey, uh, it was a whole lot of things going on in the world of, of the NFL and the world of football, as we love to talk about. Um, man, Johnny Manziel, it's a question mark over his head right now. This young man is, is already, he's already in rehab. The NFL season just got over yesterday, and Johnny Manziel is already in rehab. But, hey, let's talk about Pete Carroll for just one second here. This guy has the best running back in football, all of football, and he's on the one-yard line in the Super Bowl with seconds remaining in the game, and he decides that he does not want to run Marshawn Lynch. Now, I have a, I have a conspiracy theory in this whole, whole kit and caboodle, uh, and my conspiracy theory is, if, Mar- if Marshawn Lynch goes in and scores a touchdown, is he the MVP of the Super Bowl? Does he represent the Seattle Seahawks like they want to be represented in the NFL, like they want to be represented around the world by and representation of the city of Seattle? Is Marshawn Lynch the guy they wanted to be the representation? And then you got to think about it. What a selfish move by a coach. What a selfish move by a coach. If this is the theory, if this theory has any legs to it or possibility that Pete Carroll decided that he wanted to throw the ball for a touchdown, think he's going to catch, catch the, um, the New England Patriots off guard, catch Bill Belichick off guard on the one-yard line instead of throwing the ball, instead of, excuse me, running Marshawn Lynch, the beast as he's known. And score well, well, touchdown. Yes, coach. Well, you know he. You know all of his contacts now are, are saying that he made the call, uh, not the offensive coordinator. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if he's trying to protect the offensive coordinator because he came out trying to sound like he was trying to protect the guy. 
Well, I don't know if he's trying to protect, protect um, the offense coordinator, but we all know who is who goes down with the ship. If it's if it's a bad call, he's the he's the reason for it. He's going to take the blame for it. All of the world is going to be looking at him. You know, it, it, even if it was the offensive coordinator's call, we're going to be looking at Pete Carroll. And I'm telling you now, Coach, I really think Pete Carroll wanted Russell Wilson. He thought he had the game in hand, and he wanted Russell Wilson to have an opportunity to be the MVP of the Super Bowl. Well, I agree with you. Uh, that would have happened, I think. I think if if that would have been completed – and the guy would have scored, I think uh, there would have been a lot of pressure on everybody uh, to make Russell the uh, MVP. I think, and because he plays uh, the glory, glorified position of quarterback, I think he would have been the MVP without question. Well, you know, I don't, you know, I don't like the fact that just about every year the quarterback gets the, the nod. Now, last year, the kid from Seattle was the uh, the linebacker that got it. Yeah. Well, um, now, Coach, I, I really think that um, there is some there is some reality to to what I'm thinking, and uh, I think Pete Carroll and the way the way Marshawn Lynch uh, performed throughout the week with the media, um, I think that kind of got under the skin a little bit of management. And uh, it's one of those calls. You know, you think about it. If, if, if Jerry Jones did not want Des Bryant to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl, I don't think, I don't think they throw the ball to Des Bryant on the one-yard line. I think they, they run the ball some kind of way. And I think maybe that been a, may have been one of those calls down to Pete Carroll saying, hey, man, we can't let this kid win um, – touch the ball right now if he scores a touchdown he's going to he's going to be the Super Bowl MVP on the other hand if that had been an incomplete pass I guarantee you they would have ran the ball at least one time uh, two they would have ran the ball two more times well I think uh, if they had ran it one more time Daryl I think uh, the beast would have scored uh, myself personally you know I mean the kid was was definitely in the zone, I don't think they stopped him for no gain any the whole night. I don't think so either. Uh, you know, it, it's one of those kind of games. It's a game, a head shaker, for sure. Well, Coach, you know, um, it's, it's a head shaker, but when you think about it, everybody that plays the, that plays the game, I'm talking about from kids that play Pop Warner, Kids that even play flag football, high school, college, every coach that plays the game that's involved in the sport, they're shaking their head saying, hey, what are you thinking? You know, and, 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 I, and, I, and I don't know that, uh, you know, most people uh, would have seen it any different than what we're talking about right now. Uh, it would have definitely been one of those cases where, you know, uh, if you'd have been in a room full of people that knew anything about football, they'd be saying, hey, what are you thinking about? You want to throw the ball? Forget about it. Oh, for, definitely forget about it. it, it, it it's, it's unreal to think that um, anyone would throw the ball. And, and I guess that's my point. Anyone that knows the game, followed the game, played the game, and you 
out. They got one time out, coach. After New England um, recovered, intercepted the ball on the one-yard line, they still had to run plays. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the thing about it is, Darrell, uh, you know, we'll never know the straight facts of it, I guess. But uh, it was a good game. It was very competitive. Uh, there were times when I thought that uh, New England uh, showed uh, that they were a little better. But uh, uh, the Seahawks had a way to come back each time. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and when you look at the numbers, um, at halftime, I don't think Russell Wilson had thrown the ball um, no more than eight times. You know, and so he, he really, really, he didn't have um, any kind of uh, statistics at halftime. Oh, no. And uh, now the thing about it is I still think uh, his big thing was his feet. He was still able to get keep him in good plays with his feet. And and uh, you know, there's there's an argument to be made that he's not a prototypical quarterback, but uh, he seems to get the done for what they want in Seattle. Oh, without a doubt, um he, he's definitely what we call a winner for sure. You know, man and and, and that's another reason, coach that if you're going to do something with him on the goal line, you're more than likely going to fake the run and bootleg him outside, give him an option well, yeah. to run oh. or pass, yeah. you know, because he is, he is swift of feet and he does, he, he's, he's a very um, nimble quarterback when he gets the ball. Um, oh yeah. He's, he's definitely uh, a great athlete. You know, I don't know if he'll ever be considered a great quarterback, but he's definitely a great athlete. And like you say, he's proven time and again that he's definitely a winner. Oh, yeah. He, he is definitely a winner. And, you know, um, when, we, when we look at the statistics, uh, Russell Wilson, he threw for 247 yards, two TDs, and one interception with less than a minute to go in the game. Um, 12 of 21, though. You know, he only threw 21 passes and only 12 completions. Um, and at, and, and be, at, before halftime, I think he had only thrown eight passes. Uh, it's just it's, it's unbelievable the thought that Tom Brady threw the ball 50 times in comparison to uh, Russell Wilson for 328 well, yards, four TDs, and two interceptions. <laughs> Different game style completely, but um... – I was. Uh, it was interesting to see on TV today that uh, Tom Brady says he's definitely coming back. He's not tired. He wants to keep playing. Oh no! Well, he should continue to play. Um, and at the same time, I, I don't think Tom Brady. Uh, he had a good game, but you see his game not at the level it was, say, three years ago. And. Well, I and and I think you know we see a, a diminishing um, Tom Brady. And how long will he be able to play? You know, one more year, two more years. Uh, you just—it's hard to say. And coach, you said earlier this season there's a lot of those uh, what we call uh, franchise quarterbacks that are hitting that 37, 38 year. You know, uh, Manning supposedly is coming out this coming week and saying he's coming back. 
and he wants to play for uh, Kubiak. He and Kubiak have met with met with uh, John Elway, and supposedly he's going to announce that he's coming back again. Well, you know, um, <laughs> I, I I really don't want to see it, and I, and I I, I kind of said this a couple times about Peyton Manning, um, but I, I, I'd love to see him just retire and 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 be Pete, Peyton Manning. Um, for the rest of his life instead of Peyton Manning trying to win another Super Bowl on a team that's rebuilding. And I, and I say rebuilding because when you empty your coaching staff and you bring an entire new coaching staff in, you're rebuilding. And maybe you can say we're, we're, we're rebuilding from within, within the coaching staff, but I just don't see this team um, um, winning a, a, a Super Bowl in the next two years. Well, and the thing about it is, he, I don't think he has two years, Coach. I know he doesn't. I think he had an injury this year, and they kind of came in, kind of kept it on the quiet, uh, and it wasn't a, a severe injury. I don't. I just think that if he's not in just excellent shape, his game is diminished. Just like you're talking about Brady. You know, I don't think uh, those guys. Uh, you know, Brady played eighteen, nineteen games this year. Uh, we should expect him not to have the same zip on the ball, the same reads uh, completely, you know, regardless of how great your knowledge base is. Yes. And, uh, you know, and I guess one of the things that have, that has helped uh, Tom Brady is that he has not suffered the injuries that, uh, that, that Peyton Manning has had to deal, deal with. Uh, I heard, um, Throughout the week, you hear a lot of interviews with people um, been in the Super Bowl and um, won Super Bowls. But but Dan Marino, uh, a great quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, Hall of Famer, he talked about his skills diminishing at the end of his career. And uh, if we watch, and we, me and you both watched Dan Marino in his prime, and we watched him at the end of his career. And he said it, it, it just came to a point where he was using other things to compensate for for injuries like his legs he said his his arm he had to use more of his arm and shoulders because he didn't have the lift from his legs that he once did and you can see something like that happening right now with Peyton Manning he looked like he's compensating trying to do something else because he can't do what he used to do to get the ball there and um it, it, it's a terrible thing but um you know I've I heard it also throughout this week that um father time has never lost a battle <laughs> no, he he's a hundred percent, coach. Yeah, yeah, he 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 wins every time. You understand what I'm saying, coach? Uh, yeah. Well, coach, what do you think about this fight at the end of the game when this kid Bruce Irvin got ejected? Coach, you know, uh, me and you both have been in games, and and when you when you got that sour taste in your mouth when you thought you should have won and you didn't win. Um, that last play or last two plays of a game can be real, real nasty unless you really compose yourself. And, uh, and sometimes we just can't compose ourselves, you know, and, and the testosterone gets to fly, flying around and, hey, some things are said and, and, you, and you just explode a bunch of energy and things happen, Coach. And I, 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 you hate to see it, though. But you hate to see it, but, you know, it's almost like, hey, I, I feel your pain, man. Go in the locker room and let's call it a let's, – let's, let's be done with it, you know? And the only bad thing is, Daryl, that, the, the, that was undoubtedly the most watched 
show in the history of TV yesterday, they're saying now that it's had more viewers uh, than anywhere else they've ever had in the world. And I hate for us to have that image at the end of the, this, this event, not just even a football game, this event. I hate for that to be the taste uh, that so many people that probably don't watch a lot of football got at the end. You know what I mean? And I, I, I don't just bring this Bruce Urban kid because uh, he's still pretty young. I, and I, I do understand exactly what you're saying. But um, at, at the same time, Coach, um, I, people that love the game and love the sport, they really understand and they know that um, these kind of things happen in this in this game that we love so much called football. But, hey, guys, we'll be back with more Sports Info UM right after these messages. flagship station for sports voice america sports okay sports fans here's your opportunity to discuss football america's favorite sport on an annual basis millions of people attend watch and listen to football both pro and college ray ellis sports an internet talk radio show was developed with the fan in mind join host former philadelphia eagles and cleveland Browns strong safety ray ellis on voice america sports every tuesday at 1 p.m pacific for exciting interactive football discussions from the fans perspective tune in every tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, Coach, you know, um, the Seattle Seahawks just gave Marshawn Lynch a new contract. There's reports out there. He's going to get a $10 million one-year deal 
next year from the Seattle Seahawks. What's your feeling on that? Well, you know, the thing about it is the guy's turning 29. And, uh, you know, this year uh, that would make him the fifth. You know, Adrian Peterson supposedly uh, was the highest paid. He, his, his cap was uh, 15. Uh, LaShawn McCoy uh, is 11.9. Matt Forte was 9.2. Adrian Foster's 9. And Marshawn Lynch before was 8.5. This 10 would put him above Matt Forte, but still below uh, LaShawn McCoy. And I can see that. Uh, I, you know, Sean McCoy is a great running back and a great receiver out of the backfield. So even though uh, uh, Lynch looked pretty nice on that one catch, like we were talking about earlier today, out of the backfield, uh, it uh, it makes me wonder, you know, uh, like this guy said, and you say you're not going to give the guy a chance to run it in from the one. But you'll give him $10 million for one year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's like, and he'll be 29. And, hey. uh, you know, you know, Adrian Peterson's 30. Yeah. McCoy's 26. Matt Forte's 29. And Adrian Foster's 29. So uh, I guess that's in respect. Uh, that's about what you should. I mean, he rushed for 1,673 yards and had 17 touchdowns. He led the league in rushing touchdowns. And so uh, it's interesting to see uh, that they did decide to go uh, uh, step up to the plate and, and give the guy maybe money he deserves. And, you know, um, there were talks during the season that um, that he was possibly not going to be with the team at the end of this season. You know, there oh, were talks that he was not – they were not going to re-sign him. And, um, um, but uh, I, I think he definitely got fair market value. My concern for a guy like Marshawn Lynch, Lynch because he runs, I mean, so aggressive, um, it's, it, it's hard to imagine what his life is going to be like. And, I, and I'm not wishing nothing bad on nobody, and I only wish him the best. But because he, 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 he's so physical that I can only imagine that this guy has pains for days that he probably don't even recognize or serious pains for days, you know. Coach, because, you know he's got to, he's got to live in the ice bucket, like back in the day, like you and I did. Ice, heat, stimulation, electric stimulation, meditation. Man, this guy got to do it all. Uh, injections. Um, I mean, over the counter pills, prescription pills. You know, the list doesn't stop. At what these guys do to um, maintain to play, to play this game, yeah, to maintain a level that they that they have to um, sustain to play this game, and and this and this young man it plays the game violently. I mean, he really plays violently. He does not like to go down. Um, and and Daryl, you and I both know that uh, there's you know ten years down the road. Uh, what is this man's joints going to be like? You know, how how capable will he be able to move uh, when he is 40? 
You know, yeah. You know, I hate to think about it. I, I, I really do too. You know, but Coach, um, last night in the Super Bowl, um, I, I really think um, Russell Wilson. Uh, what caught up with him is the lack of weapons on the outside. I just don't think he had enough wide receiver weapons to um, to hang with the um, with the with the Patriots. I, um, they didn't have a, a star receiver on that team. Um, even though I, the, the numbers weren't bad, but they just didn't have a star receiver. And I'm really about to give this guy Julian Edelman for the Patriots. Uh, 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 a semi star, you know. This kid is, is a is a is a knucklehead, man. I mean, he he's not one to take the, the bow down to nobody. Um, he's he's tough. He's physical. Um, he'll hit you. Uh, he, he he'll he'll make a move on you. He has deceptive speed. Um, I'm about to give him a, a semi star um, on his helmet. I'm telling you. Well, coach, I think you're right, and and the thing about it is is the, the kid came out of college as a quarterback. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm, I, I agree with you. Uh, he is a little special and he has kind of made himself into that little uh, niche that uh, Brady seems to like for years. It was Wes Walker. Uh, and uh, now uh, it's Elman. Yeah. And um and, and this Edelman really has a little bit of that um a little bit of Steve Smith in him to me. You know, he doesn't like to go down. Um he he he, he, got he a gives little a stiff arm, got a little attitude. Yeah. Yeah. He he definitely has a little attitude. And um and, and I'm gonna say this about him, um, you almost have to have a little attitude about you when you playing in a in a position that's that is dominated by black men and you're playing against a position that is dominated by black men. And I'm telling you right now, when you look at possibly 75 or 80% of receivers in the NFL, they're black. And when you look at on the other side, defensive backs, it's probably 90% of them are are black. So, uh, you know, when when you when you shine in a in a in a, in a at a position like that and uh, and you of another race like he is, I think you 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 definitely deserve a little little star quality because trust me, he he get called some names that a lot of people don't don't we just can't say in public. You know, people say oh, things yeah. to him and and he's had to grind his way through what he's gotten and uh, and he's done a pretty darn good job at it. When you look at him today, he's um he's 2015 Super Bowl winner, and uh and he and he and he played a big role in winning that Super Bowl. That, oh yeah, coach, he was a, he was uh, again he was uh, the go-to guy for Brady, and uh, was one of those guys that he you know uh, everybody thought it was going to be uh, the tight end, but it wasn't. It was uh, it was definitely him for me, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I get tired when they make the quarterback every time the the, the MVP. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's just me. Oh, I yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, um, you know, there was no doubt who was deserving of uh, of this year's um, of this year's Super Bowl MVP. 
Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think that's one of those kind of things that whenever they can, they're going to, they're going to give it to the quarterback. I think. Oh, well, and, and I, I would agree with you, coach. I, I really would. Yeah. You know, but um, coach, you know, um, this Super Bowl was a, was a classic. Uh, we had the uh, inflate gate. And uh, I, I still think that there was some um, some relevance to that, and I actually would go all the way back to the to the Baltimore Ravens game where there was no um, talk about it, but it possibly could have happened in that game if it happened in in the game after that against um, the Indianapolis Colts. I could see it definitely likely happening in that Baltimore game because that was probably a tougher game than the Colts game was, and it, it was yeah. for sure. I agree. Yeah, uh, and I and I, I agree with you, Daryl, completely. That I think you know now that they got caught, now they're you know they're not doing the spy gate anymore. Now they won't do the deflate <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I don't know. I don't know that if you can do anything different, but know that Belichick's going to do whatever he can to win the game. Hey. You know, uh, how's that thing go um, uh, in, in, in racing? Um, if you ain't cheating, you ain't racing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, you know. Um, a son of an old coach, you know. He, you know, if you ain't caught, you didn't cheat. Right, right. Well, I, I really think this is um, in, in, in a little bit of a way, I think this is going to have a shadow on this Super Bowl. I think the inflate gate is always going to be in the back of our mind in in this game, with, with this Super Bowl. Um, and, yeah. and just like, Coach, you know, and I hate to say it because I think they have won a lot of games and, and deservedly so, but I think the whole franchise, from the, the spy gate to this, you know, it'll always give it kind of a, a little bit of a tint to it, a little bit of dullness uh, kind of keeps the shine off, if you will. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think you're like right. Almost like an asterisk. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the, they won, but did they win fair? Right, right, right. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, this guy Brady Anderson, you know, he hit 50-50 one year. 50 home runs and, and stole 50 bases for the Baltimore Orioles. But, wow, and about two years after he retired, all the, all the steroid stuff came out. And out of nowhere, Brady hit those 50-50, you know? Yeah. Come on. We all, I will always look at his 50-50 and say that was very tainted. You know, but I can't yeah. say the same thing about, about the Belichick um, Super Bowl this year um, because I, I think they won that game yesterday. Did they do something to help them get to that game? Hey, Maybe. I think think it could have happened. It's it's definitely a possibility that it, that it could have happened. But you know, Coach, the Super Bowl is gone. Um, Bill Belichick has has won another Super Bowl. Uh, Tom Brady's won another Super Bowl. Uh, this makes um, three Super Bowls for Tom Brady. I, I, now, it's time, this time of year, where we're going to start hearing ridiculous stories about our 
prime football players. And, and one of the stories that that's come out already is um, Johnny Manziel entered a, entered a, um, a treatment center. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a picture. There was some, a photo of him um, last week holding a rolled up um, bill. I don't know whether it was a dollar, whether it was a five, whether it was a ten, a twenty, hundred dollar bill. Could have been a thousand dollar bill. I don't know, but they had him in a bathroom with a rolled up dollar bill. You know, you know, and being from Miami, many years I, I was down there. You know, um, I, I, I've seen those rolled up dollar bills in um, in a few bathrooms myself. So I kind of had an idea of what they were trying to indicate that he had a, a substance problem. Um, now today we hear that he's entered into a rehab facility. How do you feel about that? Well, Coach, you know, the thing about it is I think the kid has always been kind of over the top. He was in college. Uh, the expectations that was placed on him when he went to Cleveland was really tough on the kid. You know, was he going to be the starting quarterback there for a while? You know, then uh, they give uh, – uh, the other kid, the job, and he kind of sits back and tries to be a team player, and then they give him the chance. And, you know, I, I don't think the kid is emotionally strong enough. A lot of these people don't realize it isn't just a physical talent that carries you through the NFL. You've got to be a, at a maturity level because there are so many things out there to trip you up. I, I would agree with you, Coach. And, um, <laughs> you know. You hate to see it. I, I, yeah, you hate to see it. Um, but a lot of this stuff happens, you know. Uh, and, and Johnny Menzel, um, I'm not going to say he set himself up for this. And I'm not going to say um, this is his first um, go around with, with, with substances. We don't know what the details of, of any of that stuff is. I will say his teammates came out and said he did not appear to be preparing at the same level that some of his peers were at that position. Uh, when things affect that, your preparation. That says, that says everything, Coach. Right. That says everything. That, that, that says about all we need to hear right, right there. You know what I'm saying? If your teammates don't have your back, it's usually a reason. Right. I mean, they don't have to necessarily be, you know, uh, not for you, but they're not with you, if you know what I mean. And, you know, you'd have to be in that locker room to understand. You and I have been in that locker room and know that there's people that you care about making it and would do anything to help them make it. And then there's other people that you think, oh, if he makes it okay, if he doesn't, uh, he doesn't. Right. And that's usually the edge of a great team in the NFL nowadays. I mean, you can say a lot of things about the New England Patriots or even the Seattle Seahawks, but there's a camaraderie on those two teams that is special, and that's what I think carries you over into those big games. Yeah. You're right, Coach. You're right. But um, when, you're, when your teammates start saying things like that about you, um, there, there's a little bit of truth to it. And um, when we saw him play, when he did get an opportunity, he did not look very well prepared. I mean, it was not 
when I was in college and even when I got to the pros, you couldn't touch the field until you knew your plays back and forth. I mean, you had to know everything back and forth, just like the back of your hand. You had to know it. And uh, it, it appeared that a couple times he didn't, he did, he wasn't very comfortable in the offense. And this was late in the season. And I really thought that he should have been a lot more prepared, um, especially during that part of the season. And coach, you know, uh, and if the kid has a, a, a an abuse problem, I'm sure it didn't just happen right after the season. Yeah, right. You know, but you got to realize, though, Coach, um, you know, when your parents have a net worth of, of $50 million, hey, ah, you don't have a low it, – it's, it's not like that kid we talk about with the Ph.D. You know the one I'm talking about, Coach? That's poor, yeah. hungry, and desperate. You know what I mean? He has a PhD. He he's so poor. He's so poor, hungry, and desperate in high school. He comes home after school and turns on the lights just to see if he's gonna have lights on for that night. You understand what I'm saying? Johnny Manziel has never had those concerns. You know, I've heard Michael Irvin tell stories of of having cornflakes and water because that's all they had at their house. You know, Michael, um, my, uh, Johnny Manziel has never had those kind of concerns. And when you've never had those kind of concerns, uh, teammates not maybe not that that important, you know. And, and, and I can say that, and I've, I've known some rich, rich players in my life that took the game as serious or more serious than, than uh, all of my teammates. So I'm not going to put that on the rich people, but I'm just going to say um, Johnny Manziel, he's had, a, he's had a silver spoon in his mouth for a long time, Coach. And we could see it throughout his college career. And when he got to the pros, we could see it. You know, he's, he, he, you remember him saying at one point, if he goes to Vegas um, doing his off day, that's his business. What's wrong with that? Ah, some of us have a problem with that. You know? I have a problem with that. Yeah, some of us do. Yep. Well, hey, guys, you listen to Sports Info UM on the Voice America radio, and we'll be right back, right back with more sports stories and a little bit more sports gossip. Warren Sapp arrested. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got a call on the line, Coach. We got Chris from Florida. Chris, what's happening? Give us your Super Bowl update or how you feel about things, how they went down in this year's Super Bowl. Um, overall, I think it was a really, really good game. Um, New England Patriots, um, their defense surprised me. I didn't think they were going to actually be as good as they performed, but um, they really showed up. And um, overall, I enjoy uh, watching this game. This was a good Super Bowl. Very entertaining game. I would agree with you. And, Chris, I think that a lot of people across America, because they weren't just a lot of Seahawks fans or New England fans, they were just watching the game. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. That, I that can agree with exciting. that. Yeah. You know, Chris, I have a theory on this game, and I just want to get your opinion on this. Um, I really feel that the Seattle Seahawks organization did not want Marshawn Lynch to be the Super Bowl MVP because I think they thought that he would have not been a good representative for the organization, for the city, for the NFL. And I think they really thought they were going to be able to sneak a pass in there. And if Russell Wilson's pass is completed for a touchdown, he would have been the Super Bowl MVP and he would have been the the glory child, the wonder boy, the the parade king for the city of Seattle and the Seahawks. You think there's any validity to what I'm talking about? I, I really do, because um, they're about to give him a $100 million contract, and they wanted to be able to justify it. And um, I really think that Marshawn Lynch is going to want big money, even though he has one more year left on his contract. He's going to he's gonna demand another big contract, even with his age, and um I really think that they wanted Russell Wilson to get that that shine time. So I do agree with everything you just said. Um, but I really think well, it's not really more so about Marshawn, but it was more so about justifying the hundred million dollar contract they're about to give uh, Russell Wilson in this offseason. Okay, but now Chris, they just came out and said they gave uh, Lynch an increase on 2015 from five to ten million dollars. Oh, wow. That's what Seattle yeah, just, just, <laughs> just came out with that. Yeah. Oh, that's a big, now that's a big number. I, I didn't hear that one. <laughs> I did not hear that one. One year, $10 million. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, and, and, and more power to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I but think, I think he, he deserves a long-term contract, though. I, I was, if I was him, I would still want more years instead of the, the one-year big money. Well, you know, it's all about guaranteed money, Chris. Yes, sir. Yeah. If, and, you know, uh, who give him the, uh, you know, the best guaranteed money, you know, maybe he'll take this $10 million. He's 29 years old, and he has threatened to retire several times. That is true. this year. Hey, um, hey, Chris, hold on. We got Steve from Jacksonville on. Hey, um, can we get Steve in here, Matt? 
Steve, what's going on? You're on Sports Info, you and with Daryl and Coach. We also have Chris on the line talking about the Super Bowl and Marshawn Lynch not getting the ball on the one-yard line. Glad you would have me, old number 37. Uh, he's going to run hard between the tackles. <laughs> Thank, you Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> yep. How's it going, man? Hey, man, life is beautiful. I shot an 84 the other day oh, in golf. Good. And uh, the best day I've ever had, I shot 83 once, but I shot an 84 the other day at the St. Augustine Shores in St. Augustine, Florida. And, um, hey, it was really good, man. Shot a 43 on on the back and a 41 on the front. That's called working it. Hey, I had a good day, man. I, I really, I was hitting my targets, though. You know, really. Hey, but Steve, what's your, what's your, what's your view on on this year's Super Bowl on Marshawn Lynch just getting two ten million dollar contract from the two Seattle things. Seahawks? Two, two things, two things, Ollie. A bad coaching decision at the end, and Tom Brady is the best. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, oh. that's it. I, I. I I, I'm all, I, I would agree with you with that Tom Brady is the best. I'm putting Tom Brady in that category as the best. And he's going to go out on top. Uh, we can't uh, I, we can't say the I, same about I, him. I, I, I care less. You know, the Jaguars are not that, but, but dude, that man, a bad coaching decision. I mean, you, you got you to hand that ball. Everybody in, the, in this whole stratosphere. Uh, well, probably, you know, we'll call it a, a run play, but maybe he saw something. You tell me. Because you and, you and your friend that was just talking, you know, it sounds good to me. So you think that um, the, the theory that I have have any legs, Steve, about um, uh, about they didn't want Marshawn Lynch to mm, win no. the MVP trophy? If, because no. if he scores that touchdown, he no. wins the trophy. If Russell no. Wilson... Throws that in, a, throws a touchdown. He wins the MVP trophy, yeah. and I don't. I just don't think the Seattle Seahawks wanted Marshawn Lynch to represent them, or the city of Seattle, being the, being the Super Bowl MVP. But, the only bad thing about that, Daryl, the only thing I have about that is that they undoubtedly knew in advance they were going to give this guy ten million dollars. It wasn't like. It's been three weeks later. Now they give him ten million dollars. They must have had this ten million dollar idea all along. Mm. Well, well, I, this is what I say. He was he was a negative as far as the organization is concerned. If you've been like Tom Brady, why would they negate negate him? There's no reason for them to negate him at all. He was he was supposed to. Uh, Run up yards like you wouldn't believe, because he's he huge in Seattle. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I would agree with you, Steve. I think Brady probably is going to be the no- he is the number one quarterback um, oh. of all time, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. He came out today and said that he doesn't have the slightest interest. We were down there. We were down there when Marino was doing. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? It, 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 it don't get no better than that. Throwing passes. Being a uh, quarterback, and, at, and, hey, and, we, and we saw Marino at at his prime. You know, we talked about that earlier, and um, and the difference between Dan Marino and, and Tom Brady is, is definitely is Super Bowls, but it's that's health. Tom well. Brady has not suffered the same kind of injuries 
that Dan Marino had to deal with throughout his career. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Steve, before we let you go, you know I love you like a brother. Don't hey, mention... Hey, when are we going to play? We'll, we'll, we'll play sometime in the month of February for sure. But Steve, I love you like a brother. But before you go, don't mention the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Super Bowl champions in the same sentence. They're not there yet. Well, I tell you what, one day you'll be on the bandwagon. I will. I can't wait to get there. I can't wait to get there. Hey, Coach, you'll come home. home. And we're going to put 37 on the Jaguar jersey. You're going to run out there. Hey, I can't wait, Steve. I really can't. You know, and and I and I'm a I'm what they call an undercover Jaguar fan. Yeah, I don't know why. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, we have one more than eight games. Where you live, since, where you live? Um, New York City. I know you played for the New York Jets. Uh, what I'm saying, what, what I'm talking about, we, know, you, we you, ain't had one of season since Coughlin left us, man. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, and Steve, before you go, what do you think about Del Rio in 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 Oakland? I really think he's gonna make a difference with that team this year. I don't trust him at all. <laughs> he, ruined, he ruined the franchise. He ruined the franchise. They run, they run him out of all Chico. Yeah, I don't trust him at all. No, I don't trust him. And I don't trust that. that he had players. The Jaguars players, the problem now is they don't have players. He had players back then. And he, he, could, he, he think about it, Ollie. How many people he run off? Yeah, he had players. He really did yeah, have players. players. Think about people that he wrong. Yeah, I mean I, everybody. I, 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 you know, he, he just run off a bunch of people. Yep. You need players. Yeah, he yep. he really had players. He had Garrod. He had Jones Drew at their prime. At their prime. What? What? Yeah. He, he, he messed really that up. Yeah, How you really going? The man laying down on, on on the sofa, and all of a sudden you tell him he, he start next week. <laughs> What kind of foolishness is that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, Steve, oh, man, got to get out of here. Hey, oh, Chris. Number 37, let me tell you something. Go ahead. You run hard between the tackles. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I man. Okay. Hey, hey, Steve, I'll call you next week. Please do, so we can get That's this thing rolling. All right. Yep. Hey, Chris, um, yep. give, us, give us a comment before you get out of here, man. Um, give us a shout-out to anybody you want to give it to. You got the floor. Oh, I just wanted to say, uh, good hearing uh, Coach Roberts again. I haven't heard his voice in a while. And um, I'm going to give a shout-out to my family. I think my mom is actually listening tonight. So I just want to tell her uh, good night. And uh, and that would be it. Just happy to be back in uh, Florida now. So uh, uh, very happy about that. Hey, we're, we're happy to have back, you back, buddy. Yeah, this is, you know, this is the greatest state in America. And Florida, it, you know, they came here looking for the fountain of youth. And if you stay here long enough, you will find it. Uh, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. I'm living proof. Chris, I'm living proof. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. Hey, Chris, before you go, give us a Super Bowl prediction for next year. Will either one of these teams be back in the Super Bowl next year? Um, The Seahawks have a good chance of it. I don't see New England doing it. They uh, they find a way to make it at least to the, the championship game every year, but I don't know if they can make it to the big dance. But I, I, I like Seattle next year. I, I like them to win it all next year. You like Seattle? Wow. Wow. I like Seattle. I, 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 I could see Seattle um, 
I could see Seattle doing it, but um, I really, really think that we're going to see some fresh blood in there next year. And don't be surprised if Cam Newton stays healthy. He's climbing his way closer to being in the um, in the Super Bowl. He needs so a weapon. He can't do it by himself. That kid Benjamin's coming on, and and he's. He, he's going to get a little bit more help before it's all over with. We'll see some things happen. I, I, I can agree with you. Yeah, he can, he's, he's going to get a little bit more help. Yeah. Now, who, who's gonna, um, who he's going to face in the Super Bowl? Uh, I can't say. I, I, I would agree with you. I don't think that um, New England is, is going back. Um, but I, I, I just can't. And I can't see Denver doing it. I can't see Denver going back either. No. Me either. Not even with Peyton. I don't see them going back either. No. You know, um, Peyton is, he's, he's really going to be, he's going to have a struggle this year with a whole new offense coordinator, whole new coaching staff. Uh, I don't even, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Peyton Manning does not come back this year because he just don't want to deal with the, with the rebuilding and reorganization and the re-everything. He don't want to deal with it. He don't want to deal with that. Now, I can I can see that he's been the offensive coordinator his whole career minus his first year and now he right. have to start over so I can see that I can see and him Kubiak is not one to just turn the reins over to, to uh, Peyton Manning and say hey here you be the offense coordinator and I'll be your assistant I don't see Kubiak being that kind of coach no he's not no nah, I don't see that no nope, not at all no nope. well Chris thanks for being on the show really appreciate thanks for it. Me. Yep, and we'll be talk. <clears throat> we'll be talking soon. Yes, sir. Yep. Hey, coach, who your prediction for Super Bowl next year? Green Bay and the Colts. Wow, wow. I I I really think Flacco has a run in his um in his approach to the Super Bowl. I I, I really I I really think Flacco has has a run in him. So. Um, I, I, I could see Cam Newton and Flacco um, facing each other in the Super Bowl. That, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really could see that. Yep. Well, Coach, it's been another uh, great show, um, another good week hanging out with you and talking about sports, talking about football. And, hey, you know, um, I don't like to talk too much about my homeboy Warren Sapp because he is one of my homeboys. But uh, we're wishing him well. And um, I've seen athletes come out of um, stickier, stickier stuff than this and smelling like a rose. So uh, he might be in the same category. You know, I heard a I couple of wishy-washy stories about this whole thing going down. And uh, Sap might roll out of this day smelling like a rose throughout, throughout all of this. We're wishing him well. And the whole University of Miami nation is wishing him well. We're pulling for you, Sap. Hey, but guys, thanks for listening to Sports Info. You, I'm on the Voice America Radio. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then. <laughs>